tonight will be by the Bridges family. Tonight we see the, wit, the lit candles of hope, peace, love, and joy. The light from these candles will fade, however, without the light of Christ. As the light of the Christ candle fills the sanctuary, may we remember the one who said, I am the light of the world. Christ's light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Because of our sin, we are people walking in darkness. Without light, our lives are cold, and we are unable to grow. We stumble and are unable to find our way, but in Jesus Christ we have been given light. In him we are saved from the shadow of death and from the power of darkness. We give thanks for the light that God gives us to, to us in Jesus Christ, the light that sustains us even today. As we behold his light, may his joy enter all of our hearts. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase in the, of his government there will be no end. He will reign on the David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have made this night holy by the gift of your Son, born of the Holy Spirit and of Mary. Upon him rested all your grace. Through him has come all your mercy. Let his light shine within our hearts tonight, even more brightly than it shines from the candles in this place. Help us to let our light shine before all people, that in us and through us they will see Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Help us to hear your word and to celebrate your everlasting love and joy through him. Amen.
Let us now pray our Christmas Eve prayer you see printed in your bulletin. Word of God, shine among us. Live within us. Enlighten the world through the witness you empower us to make. We who believe proclaim your sovereignty and accept your reign. May your rules so discipline our decisions and our actions that your presence and power will be manifest in our lives, our families, our nation, your church, and your world. We pray in the name of the wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, Jesus the Christ, amen. Please be seated. In a moment, we will receive our Christmas offering. Traditionally, we accept this offering for the Joy Gift, which in turn supports certain colleges supported by the Presbyterian Church USA, as well as to a special fund for retired servants of the church. We will now receive the Christmas Eve offering. And here now, our first lesson, the Christmas story as we hear it. 
in Luke's gospel. Listen now to the word of God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. And this was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. And he went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth, and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes from the book of Colossians. It is part of a, a song, if you will, that Paul writes. Um, I won't sing it for you, but I will read it for you out of a translation called The Message. We look at this Son of God, and we see that God, who cannot be seen. We look at this sun and we see God's original purpose in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and find its, finds its purpose in him. He was there before any of it came into existence and he holds it all together right up into this moment. And when it comes to the church, he organizes and holds it together like a head does the body. He was supreme in the beginning and leading the, res the resurrection parade. He is supreme in the end. From beginning to end, he's there towering far above everything, far above everyone. So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. Not only that, but all of the broken and the dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things, animals and atoms, get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies, all because of his death, his blood that poured down from the cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
This Advent season, we've followed the road to Bethlehem. And as the Bridges family shared with us, each one of those candles has represented a quality or a characteristic. Hope and peace and love and joy and all of it coming together in the Christ candle, the birth of the Christ who we announced and we celebrate tonight. In a few minutes, we will sing a wonderful song, Silent Night, Holy Night, All is Calm, All is Bright. We want to believe it, but is it? Is all calm and all bright as we gather in this place tonight and as we disperse to our celebrations tonight and tomorrow and over the next several days? Vicki and I still maintain a practice of sending Christmas cards. We send them to people. If you haven't gotten one, don't worry. We send them to people who, where we have been before, um, except for some family members, of course. But people that we had connections with, we were in school with, we worked with, they have moved or we have moved. And so the list has been quite extensive in years past. But this year, when I sat down several weeks ago, not in a timely manner, I will I confess, but when I sat down to review the list, I was stunned by how many names I had to remove from the list. People had died. Not just old people, but people had died. And it was quite tearing to my heart to realize this. I know that we all come into this space tonight with different things that have torn at our hearts in different ways in our own personal circumstances. And it is a piece that we say, all is calm, all is bright, and yet we know. We live in a world where there are challenges and there are difficulties. This week we were flooded with the news of what has been going on in Syria, particularly in the city of Aleppo. I must confess to you that it was not until a few years ago that I actually knew there was a city named Aleppo, and it was much more recently that I learned the significance of that space. I will confess my ignorance. I am, I, I am guilty of that. It was the largest, the most populated city in the country of Syria. It was a dominant economic and manufacturing and industrial lo location for that country. And now it has been laid ruins and people have died. I do not understand all of the things that have gone on in that civil war, but I do know this. I know that when people die in war, there is something that is wrong. It is wrong to kill women and children, boys and girls, men who are defenseless. That is wrong. And I know that is wrong because of the light of Christ that came into the world. The world is a difficult place. And making sense of it through our faith is a hard matter. How do we use the birth of Christ to guide us in our conversations? And what does that have to do with what's going on in the world anyway? It has to do with what's going on in the world in this way. Jesus was born and Jesus grew. He did not stay a baby. He became a man. He became a full human being. And he entered into his ministry and he shared things with those who followed with him. He shared with the crowds the Beatitudes in Matthew 5. He offered blessings and hope to folks who could not buy them. He tells Nicodemus in John 3 that he has come to offer life and salvation to the world. He tells Nicodemus that God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but God sent the Son into the world so that the world might be saved. When Jesus was confronted by a woman from an alien 
country. She was not a Jew. He brushed her off because she was asking him to heal her children, her child who was deathly ill. And he, the woman responded after being brushed off. She said, even dogs deserve crumbs from the table of the master. And he responded by telling her, your daughter is healed because of your faith. When he was pressed to do things on the Sabbath, to heal people on the Sabbath, Jesus did so, and he did not observe the law of his ancestors. When authorities told him to have the, cr the crowd quiet as he entered into Jerusalem, Jesus told them that even the stones will sing praises if the crowds are silenced. This is the Jesus who is born this is the Jesus whose birth we celebrate tonight. This Jesus who changed the world. On more than one Christmas Eve, I have shared the story of the Christmas truce of 1914. You may know it. A few months after World War I began, there was an expectation that things would quickly resolve and that battles would be ended, but trenches had already been dug. And on that Christmas Eve, some German soldiers began singing a hymn, and the English soldiers across the way responded in kind. And so they sang these Christmas carols. And the next morning, some of them stuck their heads out above the trenches, which was a not a sure way to survive because Many people had already died, and many more would as a result of that kind of warfare. But they stuck their heads out, and they made queries of each other. And they came, and they met in no man's land. And there are reports in some places that they even played a football game. That's the English-European sort of football, soccer we call it. And they exchanged cigarettes, and they told stories, and they made connections, and soon the commanding officers on both sides got their troops back into the trenches, and soon the quiet of that time ended and the warfare resumed. A few years ago, one of my sons asked me if I planned to tell that story on Christmas Eve. That year I had not, and I, to be honest with you, I did not plan on telling that story until just a few minutes ago. But I, I think the power of that story is so great, but it was uh, over a hundred years ago. What new stories do we have to tell of God breaking into the world and literally quieting battles, of, of softening hearts, of making the world at peace again. It is a powerful story, and yet I am convinced even in this room among us, if we set our mind to it long enough, there are stories that we can share with each other from our experience with our families, with our churches, with our communities, and with our military service. There are stories that we could share where we know God was present in some form or fashion. And that is why I share that story tonight, because I want you to find and to tell your own story of Christmas, your own story of God coming into your life, of Jesus being born in you so that you see in new ways the world that is around us so that you can respond to God's grace that is there. The event we celebrate tonight is truly one that upsets the regular order of the way things are. God's love does not confirm our prejudices. God's grace is not about creating a compulsive society. God's presence God's presence tr transforms us. 
even in the dark places of our lives, in our losses, in our griefs, in our sorrows, in all of the places we hurt, God's love is there for us and will transform us. God calls us to repent. That's what Jesus said as he began his ministry. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. But this call to repentance is not a call to punishment. It is a call to change and to share and to open ourselves. The crooked places will be made straight. That is what Isaiah said, and that is what we hold to. Those rocky roads will be made level. Those difficult times will be resolved. We may not be there yet, but we are near. God's presence is near. The kingdom of heaven is near. The light of the Christ child is a way that we know that, and we hold on to that. Tonight, may you hold on to the way in which God is at work in the world and in you in some small way and give thanks for it. Thanks be to God. Amen. come to this time to celebrate the meal that Jesus gave us. It is not a last supper. It is a first supper. It is a way for us to remember that, that God came into the world and feeds us and nourishes us in small morsels sometimes, but in great ways. Come to this table, not because you can, but because you may. Not because you are strong, but because you are weak. Come not because of any goodness that resides in you or your right to come, but come to this table because you need mercy and help. Come because you love the Lord a little bit and you want to love the Lord a lot. Come because God has loved you in Jesus Christ and gave himself for you. Come and meet the risen Christ, for we are the body church. Let us pray. Almighty, gracious, and loving God, 
we come to you this evening on the eve of the birth of Christ our Savior. And we give thanks for all you have done for us over the years as well as for your people over the century. And especially on this night and especially at this time of year, we remember your acts of salvation in Jesus Christ, God the Son, His birth, that He might live among us, and His life, which showed us how to live. And even now, we remember His death, which paid the penalty of sin, and His resurrection, which conquered the power of sin and death, and the promise of His return one day. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Draw us into the presence of Christ so that we may be fed, that we may be joined in the communion of saints to all of your people everywhere and to Christ himself. And may we be sent forth tonight, tomorrow, in the days ahead as Christ's faithful disciples. All praise be to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we pray now with the confidence of the children of God, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Hear now these words of institution. For I receive from the Lord what I pass on to you, that the night on which he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke the bread, saying, This is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And afterwards he took the cup and he filled it. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood shed for you for the remission of your sins. As often as you eat of the bread and you drink of the cup, you proclaim the glory and the mystery that I will come again. Friends, these are the gifts of God that have been given to you as children of God. We are invited to come and share. In a moment, I'll call the elders forward to serve the word of instruction. For those of you in the balcony, a team of elders will be up there, and you may simply leave from the left side of your pew, come down to the station, and then re-enter by the right. For those of you seated here, there will be three stations forward. Ushers will dismiss you, and again, leave by your left, return by your right, take a piece of bread, dip it, and return to your seats. I think we're evenly divided tonight. But again, if you're towards the back at the end of a line and you see there's open space, feel free at that point to go to another station. I invite the elders to please come forward.
records these words that shake the earth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him nothing that was came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We celebrate that this evening as we light our lights from the Christ candle. Ushers will come forward and share lights, and if you would hold your light, if you would light your light from a light that's held straight up and hold yours straight so the person next to you can light theirs. And as we do that, we will share the light that God has given us in Jesus Christ.
hold the light of Christ inside of you as well as symbolically in this candle. May this be a reminder of the light that, bright, that shines brightly. Go out into the world, do good, love mercy, share in the ways that God leads you to share in times and places and circumstances where you are, and know that God's light and God's love remains. In dark places, the light shines always. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit surround and be with you. May it be with you as you breathe in and as you breathe out. May it accompany you with every step you take and every stride you make this night and every day you live. Go in peace to love and serve God. Go in peace to share the light that we have. Amen.